Shall we begin? <laughs> of Luncheon with Lisa. Um, Happy New Year to all those who did not tune in last week. Shame on you because you should have watched the first show to know I said Happy New Year, but I'm going to give you a pass. So Happy New Year to everybody and welcome to another show. I will give you a little background. Okay, so last week, um, Thursday, we talked about vision, um, creating a vision and making it plain. So we had some people on the show that um, talked about vision boards. Um, and they went deep. They talked about not just putting pictures on a, you know, poster board and throwing it in the back of your trunk. We talked about, you know, that everything has to be connected to the vision or won't work. Um, and it was really a great start to the first of the year. But right behind that, I decided, you know what? And we decided this even last year that when you first come into the new year, everybody's trying to do something new and better and all that good stuff. So money need to be at the top of the list, right? Okay, because we need to get our money right. We should already been getting our money right. Um, But okay, so second show, we can flip that next year where it's going to be first. But we got two, you know, financial gurus on here that's going to help us to get our money right, make sure them coins are right. So before I do that, I wanted to again remind you all to share this and get people to tune in. Um, Luncheon with Lisa comes on every Thursday, 7 to 8 Eastern Standard Time. I will share some good news that we are now... um, streaming on on fridays and saturday coming up this week hopefully with um gmap broadcasting network tomorrow at the same time six o'clock um thank you six o'clock central standard time so you know check us out there and then hopefully on saturday we're going to be um streaming on roku um and that's going to be at the same time so yeah i'm trying to you know help expand the territory so i'm excited about it and i will remind you all i forget sometimes to remind you that you know luncheon with lisa is also a podcast so you can find it on um spotify google podcast apple podcast and it's about six or seven platforms that you can find it on too so and hopefully i have some um great things coming up with interviews and tv and you never know so merry christmas and happy new year to luncheon with lisa and i'm going to start off by sharing with you all um a little bit about our guests not too much because they can you know share some things for themselves but we're going to share something we're going to get into some conversation about some moolah y'all know what moolah is they'll explain to you okay (laughs) so first and i probably mess your name up every time i say it 
So I'm going to let you say, I know you, you so used to this, but every time I say it, even when I get it right, I'm thinking I'm not saying it correctly. So I want you to say, I am, I am introducing Sacagawea Fanny. I, I say it right all the time, but you I'm do. so nervous about it. Nervous. I, do, I always think, okay, that's not right. Sacagawea Fanning. Okay, we got it. So I need y'all to get it right because I, I had it. I should have I should have just trusted myself. <laughs> but I'm first going to introduce you to Sacagawea um, Fanning. She's always had a passion to help people. Growing up in a small town of Washington, Georgia, she was first exposed to helping others at a young age by riding along with her grandfather, or she said grandpa, let me not change that, with her grandpa, who gave rides to senior citizens to the grocery store and to other areas where they could run errands. Um, her job was to make sure that she assisted them in any way possible from carrying their groceries to counting their money um, mm -hmm. and counting it out so when they were paying their bills, they were doing the right thing. So that is... a uh, a real good responsibility to have. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm, she's going to fill us in on some other things she's doing because she went on to join the U.S. Armed Forces and things, um, Air Force and things. But what she did was when she, she took a leap of faith to start her own business as an independent wealth coach and strategist in March of 2018 and, and has since protected and safeguarded approximately six million in client assets. Okay, so y'all know y'all need to be talking to her. <laughs> As an independent wealth coach and strategist, she helps people with their budgets, recover from financial missteps, pay down debt, increase their savings, credit, and building a pathway to retirement. Um, yeah, both of y'all, because I'm five years, five years, give me five. <laughs> she has also uh, she also has options where people don't lose their retirement when the stock market goes down and where the bank can front load 75 percent of her clients retirement. Plus, mm -hmm. she can show you how to potentially build a tax free retirement structure. Her mission is to help others achieve financial security and a peace of mind. She has had the privilege to appear twice on ABC, WJLA, giving financial advice, as well as being a contributor to BAWSC MAG, as well as a featured speaker at numerous engagements such as workshops, seminars, and webinars to include a guest panelist, a guest panelist for Northern Virginia Association of Realtors, first time home, home buyers, and just don't call me a senior. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the panels as uh, one of those panels as well as a guest on the tammy collins marquee radio show sponsored by millionaires in training plus educating federal government employees on their retirement benefits shaka Jui is also a contributing host on the show let's do it i am very familiar great show <laughs> every second Monday on Facebook Live on You Broadcast Media. So first, we want to welcome you to Luncheon with Lisa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you so much for extending an uh, invitation to me. I was so happy. I was like, yeah, I get to get on the radio again with Lisa. Absolutely, I enjoy every time we get together. So you are yeah. always welcome. Thank you. Um, so thank you so much. And you have some great nuggets. So we have another yeah. wonderful guest that's going, we're doing double time on this money situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm not playing with y'all. So we have another guest that's here. This is her second time on lunch with Lisa. Welcome back. And we have, and I don't know, do you want me to say your whole name? Cause we know you as Michi, but Demetrica. 
Is that how you? I said it wrong. That's how you said, but Michi is okay. Fine. But we don't need to say that. She said Michi is fine. <laughs> <laughs> A Chicago native, Air Force retiree, breast cancer survivor, and author, right. Mrs. Michi Jeffries, is a licensed financial services agent. Since receiving her license in September of 2018, she has financially educated and empowered hundreds of Americans to make, save, grow, and protect their money. She has also helped families and businesses across the U.S. secure nearly $7.5 million in wealth and financial protection. Michi continues to spread the importance of financial literacy within educational institutions, nonprofit organizations, religious establishments, and support groups. Her campaign can also be heard through social media channels and social business networks. And we're going to talk more about how you can get more education or how you can get um, connected with Michi. So let's get into it, ladies, because I know these people are eager to get some information about how to get their money straight. Okay. So yeah. I got their pen, their piece of paper. We have Cheryl Davis tuned in. Thank you, Cheryl, for tuning in. Please, y'all send this out and share it and get people involved because this is good information. So let's start off with, okay, it's a new year. Mm -hmm. uh, welcome, Felicia. Well, look, I, I think this is a relative, Felicia. Yes, yes. welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. She said she got her pen and her paper ready. Okay, so let's start off, ladies, with what's the first thing? And I'm gonna go go to both of you all. Mm -hmm. What is so, the first? Uh huh. Oh no, go ahead, honey. I'm sorry. What's the first thing that in the new year? Because I'm sure a lot of people come with some brand new ideas for the first of the year. Okay, so now what I need to do, and you like you are late to the party. What's the first <laughs> thing you tell people at the first of the year about what they need to be doing to get their money straight to hopefully help them through the rest of the year? So 2021, I done come to you and say, look, okay, I done made a mess of 2020. What I need to do to get things in order. So let's start with um Saka Jawia. What what would you tell them? So to be honest, I always try to put my clients at ease because a lot of times I tell people that people have baggage when it comes emotional baggage, when it comes to money and finances. So first off, give yourself permission to forgive yourself for whatever financial missteps you've had. Let's okay. do that right now. Do not carry that burden that whatever you've done in your past, it cemented your future. That is not true. Basically, let's get through that first. Because what I've seen is that it's been like a barrier or something that's keeping them, <clears throat> excuse me, from getting to that financial stability, right? So it can be something from what affected them in their childhood or something that's recent, whatever it is, let's work through that. Okay. Then <clears throat> to be honest, I'm like, I don't judge. I tell them it's a no judgment zone. Whatever you've done, it's okay. Trust me. People, have, I've seen it all. So what we do is we sit down and we do a financial analysis. Let's be real. What are your finances looking like? Because if we don't get the foundation of where you are, we can't build it to a better place if right. we don't know what the cracks are. You know what I mean? In the foundation. So what we do, we sit down, we do an analysis. We take a look at all your income coming into the household, all monies, right? Then I want to take a look at your assets, savings, checkings, retirement, life insurance, stocks, mutual funds. Let's take a look at all that. Mm -hmm. Then let's get all the expenses. And when I say expenses, the things that you have to pay and things that you spend money on. So every dollar that you're spending, let's track it, right? And Ooh, then let's take a look scary. at it. Yeah, let's take a look at credit card because I'm talking about ATM withdrawals. 
You put on gas oh, money. Oh goodness, yes indeed. Hair, nails. Oh, we tracking it all, honey. We tracking <laughs> all of that. All of that. <laughs> all of that. We're looking at credit cards, personal loans, and student loans in a separate category because that's a like interest driving type of um, products. So you're basically, if you're not paying those on time, you're paying more because you're letting that interest eat into it. Mm -hmm. So we take a look at all of that and we go bare bones of like, okay, according to the numbers you gave me, this is what you should be taking home monthly, right? This is your discretionary money. <laughs> and then people will tell me if it's higher, lower, or oh, what? Yeah, that's not it. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at, right? Yeah. So if it's not what you're looking at, I'm like, then we need to dig deeper. <laughs> and I've literally had my clients for 30 to 60 days track every little thing they spend money on in a little notebook. Because oh. guess what? Every time you go spend something, get a receipt. I want you to be mindful of what you're doing with your money. Once you're mindful of how you behave with your money, then you can put a plan in place to change that behavior. But we got to get that foundation first to see what those triggers are. Like I have clients like, well, I'm feeling, I'm feeling bad. I'm going to go and buy me something, make myself feel good. I was like, that's a temporary thing causing you a long-term problem. So things that. like that, we got to delve into so we can kind of curve that behavior and then put on, you know, new things. Like literally today, I got a text from one of my clients. She was like, happy new year. She was like, I just wanted to let you know my progress. She's like, I paid off two credit cards and I'm about to pay off two more. I just wanted to let you know, I'm so happy. I was like, she was like, and I've been writing everything down, everything. I was like, exactly. The simplest things and, you know, little behaviors can get you on the right track. It's just, you think it's so I'm, simple. You know work. what? I love this. This is, a, mm -hmm. this, that's excellent. Cause, and look, I forgot to put out a warning. This is just this point <laughs> of the people because y'all better have one. Y'all still toe boots. Yeah. And watch your toes, cause look when she when she was talking, I was just like, oh, okay, wait a minute, okay, so don't give them too much this year. We gonna come back, cause I say I don't think I prepared them for what they about to hear. So Michi, I'm I'm helping Michi, you know, helping them out for Michi, cause you done already look, they already scrambling for the boots. So Michi, okay, now that I've given them the warning, and yeah, they're a little bruised, okay, they're a little bruised. It's okay, cause it's necessary, right? It's necessary. So, Meech, tell us what you do to, um, you know, you're going to double wham them, but let's do it. I done told them now. Hey, yo. Well, just like Sister Sakajui said here, um, it, you got to, you have to write things down because she, I heard mm -hmm. the word that she said, plan, and how her client is so excited that now she's writing everything down. Our problem is we don't write anything down. Right. So, quite naturally, you're going to tell me you don't have any money at the end of the month. Yeah. But when I put the pen to the paper and like our sister here, I start asking you, okay, how much do you pay for rent? How much are you paying on food? How much are you paying towards entertainment? How much are you paying for your utilities? Uh, do you have a gym membership? Oh, so you got a gym membership, but you do know that you have a free one that you can go to by virtue of your military status, right? Hmm. Well, yeah, I just need to get out. I just need to get away. I need to change the scenery. Okay. I said, but you just told me that you don't have anything at the end of the month. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to give you 30 more dollars that you didn't have. Okay. <laughs> Be careful what you <laughs> ask for, right? <laughs> membership. Go back in about six months. It'll be all right. And if you need to, in your apartment complex, you turn the parking lot into a gym 
or you simply just walk downstairs into your family room, turn on the TV, turn on YouTube. I'm telling you, there's mm -hmm. at least 1.5 million different types of exercises that you can do. Correct. True. And you will be okay. This but if your objective is about saving money, just like my sister, I'm not, I'm not going to hold back any punches. <laughs> if you come to me and you need help, I'm going to unfold things for you that you otherwise wouldn't look at because you have a bias. I, I don't. That's mm -hmm. true. So just like our sister here, yes, the financial review is a financial checkup. And I'm going to tell you, I also let people know I'm very transparent. We are not talking about anything that we haven't experienced. Hello. Just, right. Just like your finances. This is a journey. Guess what? We're mm -hmm. on the same journey. We probably just had a different phase in our journey, but we money now. We know mm -hmm. how to watch our money. We know how money works and we know how to make it work better for us. So we mm -hmm. are just in this career field trying to help other brothers and sisters, red, green, gold, black, white, or green, or polka dot, mm -hmm. learn how to do thing so that they can build a better future for themselves and their children's children. Correct. I love this. And yeah, I told, look, I'm so glad I gave them the warning because she went and did a double punch. <laughs> but you know, what you mentioned was that, you know, the hardest thing is writing it down. And that's one of the things that people struggle with. So share with me a little bit about um, what some other things that you find are a struggle for people. We don't like to um, write things down because if you think about it, yeah, that's work because now you got to write down every, when you mentioned ATM swipe, people going into the 7-Eleven or wherever you're going and just whether it's taking out cash or you getting a soda and a bag of chips, you didn't just swipe the card and we're not counting those small numbers and then they turn into big numbers. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, never mind the fact that eating at lunch where well, we're home a little more now, some of us, but eating out and all that kind of stuff. So what are some other struggles besides Michi um, mentioned that, you know, writing things down is something that's a real struggle for people. So what other things do you think that people really struggle with to get things in order that you have to work with the most? Saka Julia, do you have any? So I think another thing too is, I think it's instant gratification. That's another thing that people want what they want right now. Mm -hmm. So I try to, you know, help them see that, you know, it didn't, you didn't get in this. <laughs> no, you didn't raise your hand. I'm being transparent. There, there, I have moments. I do. And I was there too. I have to be real with you, right? Let me get it. But I'm like, yeah. it, it hurt me in the end because then it's those behaviors are not aligning to the goals that I want to reach financially. Mm -hmm. So it's all depending to what I tell people all the time. You have to meet people where they are. So, and I am upfront with people sometimes, you know, have the dreams and aspirations, but if your behaviors and your mindset is not equaling up to that, you, I don't care what tips I give you, you won't get there because you're not ready. So mm -hmm. it, me, I think one of the, um, one of the main things is like being mentally ready to do the work that it will take to get there, especially right. if they haven't done it for years or they've never been a saver. It's really retraining your brain on mm -hmm. how you think about savings. And the thing about it, and like I, I like to do a comparison. I'm like, think about people who have money. The first thing they do is they're putting money in savings or in investments. Then what's ever left over after they pay bills and stuff, 
it's like a treat thing, right? Mm, okay. So it's, and it's like people who have less money, they're in this zone of like, well, I'm already here. So, and I don't see a way out. So I'm just going to keep doing the behavior over and over again. Right. right. And it, it can't happen. So yeah. to me, it's like, I love it when I see people get that aha moment. Like you're right. But it's not when I'm talking to them. It's when they leave me and they start putting it into action. And they okay. see Okay, so Michi, um, mm -hmm. you know, we, we mentioned um, writing things down and, and Sacagawea, look, y'all are dropping nuggets like crazy. So Michi, tell me some things that people just need to know about money. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. people say the word, but I think we've talked in the past on maybe a previous show and talked about how when you start talking about finances, people are that they, they don't open up. They're not transparent. They, they don't want you to know everything because then you're going to give them the real and they ain't ready. <laughs> so be ready. But tell me some things that you, you know, think that people just need to know about money. Well, my goodness, that's one thing. Uh, it's, it's a phrase that I like to use. You know, when I talk to people and I say, hey, has anybody ever talked to you about financial literacy? Mm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> right. They already know what that means. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm going to tell you, millions of people got the shock of their lives in 2020 with the pandemic. Because, mm -hmm. just because you make a lot of money does not mean that you know money. It just means that you have a temporary store of cash that you just mm -hmm. happen to have probably a certain amount of cash that you have never seen before in your whole entire life. But because of the parents and your parents' parents before you, you are following suit with what they did with money, which is not what you should be doing with money. Right. We, so going to the uh, word mindset, let me, let me go to that real quick. Okay. Mindset is everything. A lot of times we only associate two things with money bills and instant gratification like going shopping or eating or hanging out buying the bling bling you know getting that that new cars putting it on 20s whatever the case may be but we are not taught that money is meant to go to work correct your money has a job every wow. dollar that you have is meant to go to work for you now mm -hmm. how you get it to work is up to you but mm -hmm. you don't have that many choices if you don't have the education to begin with. Right. So one of the things that I find is a, a struggle for people is shifting their mindset. Because mm -hmm. I don't know how many times sister has probably talked to somebody and, and she'll put everything on paper. She'll come up with a beautiful plan from, mm -hmm. from A to Z. She'll come up with a five-year financial plan for them or something like that. Then all of a sudden, they'll see it. And I'm, so, I'm sure people have probably said, you know, that's not bad. That's actually pretty good. Okay, well, when do you want to start? Let me talk to my wife. <laughs> Let me go home and think about it. 30 days. What? Let me go home and think about it. Mindset. Mm. We are yeah. so used to being in debt that we don't even know about an investment. We can't open our eyes up to an investment. There's a difference yeah. between the two. Bills that's are something that you are locked into, and in some cases, that's by choice. Your investment is a way out. Your investment mm -hmm. is a way to do something better. 
your investment is a way to build up your financial security and your financial peace of mind. Yes, we do have the Prince of Peace, but I'm going to tell you when your money is funny, that's mm. a different kind of peace. Yeah, that, that ain't funny. don't know about a lot of people don't have. <laughs> so I'm going to stop right there. Hopefully I answered the question. Oh, no, you more than answered the question because this is what, I mean, really, you know, when I think about finances, it's just a hard conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I think people have got to get to a space I am guilty of. It used to be where when you start talking about finances, like, ah, okay, okay, yeah. I know, I, you know, because what it does is it makes you check yourself because mm -hmm. you know when you're not doing the right things with your money. Right. The hard part is someone else telling you you're right. Okay, that's like the one time that we don't want to be right about what we're saying. Everybody want to be right, but when you really know, you're like, I don't need you to tell. I know, I, I know, I know. But um, I just think that it's an, and that's why I did this a second time. You know, right off the bat in the first of the year because. It, finances is something we need to continue to talk about till people get comfortable with the conversation. And it, it takes a while. I get it. Um, but we just keep, you know, maybe I'm being a bully about it, you know, but I've, I haven't been the best at it myself at times, but I do see when I start to make those changes and those mindsets, yes. when I start to do that, I start to see just a, it's a comforting feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like all of a sudden you don't feel so stressed. You don't feel yeah. so, yeah. Um, you know, worked, yeah. tired and all of that. Now it's like you, you're more comfortable about the next step you make. Cause you know, I've already handled that. So I've even started with making like lists of everything, what you said, writing it down, putting on paper. I didn't realize that's what I was doing, mm -hmm. but I write down everything that I need to be taking care of first. And then without even thinking about it, I go down the list and check all of that stuff. I don't want to see nothing until everybody that I need to be given something has gotten it. Um, and then I feel so relieved. Um, but I will say that it has taken me. I'm yeah, I'm over 50 now. OK, so it's taken me a while to understand that. But now is a good time to you know start to teach your kids the importance of money, because I think Michi, when we spoke before, we mentioned that, you know, back in the day, my kids thought when you want something, just tell my mother to go to the ATM and, and you know, get it, get the money. I was like, well, what do you think they're paying? Why would they give me money? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the money that they're going to give me is the money I put in there. So, um, yeah. yeah, when I'm finished with that fifty dollars, what what what's your plan? What are we going to do? Because mm -hmm. we need a hundred, right? So, That's um, right. yeah, share right. a little bit about you know, and I don't you know I don't want other people's business out there, but sometimes we learn from experience. Um, yeah. what were some really challenging experiences you had, maybe, um, you know, with your business and and how they got it? You know what I'm saying? Like a success story, so to speak. Uh, yeah. So, go ahead, sister. Go ahead. Oh, yes. I mean, for me, one of the things, the highlights I saw is, you know, how can I put it? I had one young lady who her whole goal was to be a homeowner, right? She's young. She's new in the world. She's fresh. You know how you're young. You think you can conquer the world and do everything. And we sat down and we had a conversation and we looked at her finances. I'm like, um, so <laughs> what's your time frame in trying to purchase a home? She was like, oh, I don't six months. I was like, well, be real with you, baby. So based on what I've seen and, and the behaviors I've seen and you told me about, 
I don't think we're gonna be there in six months, right? <laughs> so like she she realized it, right? Because okay. I mean, she was going on like five trips a year, five. I'm like trips. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's what we do when we buy a house. Like trips. Oh my goodness! But I was so proud of her. Once we did our you know, analysis and we went through everything and we came up with a game plan of about how much she needs to start saving and what her saving account needs to look like, putting stuff towards her retirement. It was like boom, 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 boom. And so we were meeting every like 60 to 90 days, just doing checkups, checkups, checkups. And this past December, she was, it took, it didn't take, it wasn't six months. It was a year, but she bought her first. Home. Wow. Oh, Wow. Yes, honey. I was so I was so happy for her. She had yes. money in savings. She had put money in retirement. She had um, gotten a program where she didn't have to put money down because she was a first time home buyer. So she got a grant. So you know, it's like she's moving in. She has money and she's comfortable. You know what I mean? She feels good. She understands like what the must spends are and what the mm-hmm. nice to have spends are. So okay. her mindset has even changed. She was like, mm, they were trying to go to this trip. I told them, uh-uh, I couldn't go. Like complete 180 from when we first had a conversation. She's like, no, I limited. And she said, if I have the money saved, that's when I'll plan to go on the trip. Okay. Okay. So she had to learn. She actually had to learn. And that's a hard one to be able to say no to folks. I can't. I can't. I, I just can't. And that's a, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Um, and Michi, before we go to commercial, I'm just checking with Shariva um, when she's straight. So um, give me one of your success stories. Oh, man, this is one of my all time favorites. I actually met mm-hmm. a lovely lady who's all of 70 years old. Wow. And after the presentation uh, at a particular church, she came up to me. She said, great presentation. I don't know anything about money. I want to learn. Just mm-hmm. mm-hmm. help me. I said, absolutely. And literally, this is the thing about money. It doesn't take long to see progress. Doesn't. It does not take long. You cut out a few things and start mm-hmm. disciplining yourself. It does not take long to see the progress. That is true. It is very true. And after about four months, all of a sudden she reached out to me. Michi, the workshops helped a lot. And she started, she went down the line of what she did and how she did it and and saved like $600 a month off the bat. And then she was telling me what she wanted me to do for her. That, wow. that, I was so happy. I was so happy. It's awesome. got to feel good to, to yeah. help somebody who you clearly see is in a situation that could just get worse and worse and worse and be able to get them out of it to a place where not only does it help them immediately in what they're doing, but they're learning something that they can then share with other people. Cause once you learn something, it is true. When you learn something actually good or bad, when you learn something, you tend to share it Mm -hmm. um, and people pick up that habit, which is why it's important for, you know, the person to get it right. So that what you're sharing is going to be helpful instead of hurtful. Um, So I love these success because I'm thinking that these, you know, that people are are watching and and some of these stories are, you know, mimicking what they've experienced or or gone through. So before we come back and talk some more about money, we're going to have a short commercial so we can pay some bills. Um, So we'll be right back. Saving My Pockets was founded by Shariva Smith, where she tells you all the latest sales, all the greatest couponing tricks, hacks 
and places to go to go find the half price items, buy two, get one free, even flash sales. You don't want to miss it. Even the biggest discounts out here on the streets. So make sure you join that Facebook group, Saving My Pocket. Wonderful. As you see, we still saying with the money thing. So Shariva is, but Shariva has her own business called Saving My Pockets. And she also helps people to save some of those coins. Because I mean, if you think about it, people are not thinking about saving when they are shopping. So when you do go out, you buying the most expensive thing because it's the shiniest thing on the shelf. And yeah, sometimes it's like, oh no, we don't need brand name for that. We, we, we good. It, it all tastes the same. So it doesn't always, doesn't always, but I'm just, <laughs> yeah, there are some things when it was like, okay, no, we are not doing off brand. I, it's funny. Cause when, um, I think I told somebody the other day when, um, I got married, um, <laughs> when we moved, when we moved in together, actually we had, you know, certain things when you go in to buy the groceries, you got to start to you know, work with two people buying groceries. So as a single mom, you shop differently mm -hmm. um, because yeah, things are different. So, you know, there were certain rules that were put on the table. Like when it comes to bread, okay, uh, yeah, we are not, you know, pinching pennies on the bread. So people have their special things. Like if it comes to cereal, okay, no, we're not doing, You be, yeah, we need to go name bread. You know, so people have their little, you give them that little stuff. Yeah, because some things it's like, no, no, no. We 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 gonna yeah. pay that dollar. We gonna Correct. pay. That <laughs> but I, I wanted to go back to talking about um because we share some good experiences. So share some experiences that I know people can learn from the successes, but share mm -hmm. something or some information that people can learn from that wasn't quite a you know a success and it didn't quite work out like it should have because they didn't follow some of these things they got to do because we got to keep it real, right? Yes. Correct. So, Sakajui, yes. share one of that and then Michi's going to share with us because we got to give them, yeah, we put them yeah. boots on. Now it's time to throw them some stuff. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, the prime example is when I tried to uh, help one young lady. You know, we did a financial. She was already skittish about, you know, talking about her finances and everything like that because, in her mind, she was trying to live a certain lifestyle. And clearly you could see like her, her money coming in wasn't supporting that lifestyle that she wanted, mm -hmm. you know? So we, I mean, after like six months, we finally did a financial analysis. Right. And we sat down and she went through it and literally she was in the red every month, at least like 900 to a thousand dollars or more. Wow. So it was like, honey, we got to do something. And so, you know, we talked about a plan, but unfortunately she never went through with it because for her, it was, it was, she would rather have the lifestyle than try to curve back and get her finances straight. So that was one story where it just didn't work, you know? Well, and that, that's one of those examples to me where, like you mentioned mindset, mm -hmm. it just, is if it's not a mindset, it just it won't work. Correct, correct. Yeah, it's just won't work. Not, not there, and she wasn't willing to get there. So it's like right now, I you know I wish her the best, but hopefully she did something. But right now, I mean, no, she didn't. <clears throat> we didn't put a plan. To, we put a plan together. Right. Just, she didn't want. Mm -mm, no, she has to do the work. Right. Because she liked her red bottom shoes and nice person mm -hmm. and. Because literally, when she came to sat down with me, 
She was like, oh my God, I was in the store. Oh, they had Louis Vuittons for only $900. I was like. Uh, only? Yes. Oh, like, okay. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, she broke like, too. I'm thinking, I don't even think if, if I had it, I'm like, you know how much I could do <laughs> But it's some people are in that mindset where they would rather have that outward presentation of having a life than really, you know, making sure you got the 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 actual real good life of like money set aside and you you don't have to worry about something if an unexpected bill pops up, I gotta fix, you know, buy a new tire, gotta get new brakes or something like that. Right. Life, but it didn't work out, you know, and had another yeah, and that, you know what? And that I think that a lot of people are are guilty of that. And I think that um it's that comparison thing. So I think one thing that people really have to learn too is that there might there might be a friend in your circle that can do all of those things that they're doing and they can afford to do it. Maybe so, <laughs> but you have to deal with what your situation is and not follow what someone else next to you because their their financial situation is different. There are all kinds of things that alter the way this goes. If you're married, mm -hmm. if you're single, how many children right. you have? You know, they I just, have I mean, inheritance or they may have exactly. something. They may. You know? Exactly. Well, and, and like when I was younger and with, with kids, I lived in, in Maryland. So even though I didn't deem myself as having a lot of money because I was I had two kids. So I'm mm -hmm. looking at my paycheck and everything that I didn't qualify for because they said mm -hmm. I made too much money. I was like, well, what are you looking at? Because <laughs> you know, what I'm looking at says yeah. that it's not enough to go around, but you have to realize that where are you falling on that, you know, on that thing. So free lunch was just not an option for me. Yeah. And you would think as a single mom with two kids and I'm not rich, why can't I get free lunch sometimes too, but I never qualified because people don't pay attention to the, the bar sometimes is so low that right. yeah, it's good money to some people, but when you're actually spending the money and it depends on where you live and you know, mm -hmm. all those kind, even the regions that yeah. you live in, all yeah, of that plays a role. Yeah. yeah. So Michi, tell us one of those that was, you know, not successful, not because of you all, but just wasn't successful because they just, you know, couldn't follow what needed to be done. So I, there's one that, oh, wow. So I would, I would pick my first personal uh, story about almost a little over a year ago. I had a couple, they came to my home and husband, wife, I sat down with them, looked over their finances and um, besides finances, their health was also an issue too. Mm. You know, and as you if you know anything also insurance one on one, A yep. health, two major factors that play significant roles in the cost of your premiums. That's why the younger you are, the better it is for you to get protection, which is a part of the financial foundation the system was mm -hmm. talking about that a lot of us don't have, a lot of us don't believe in it, but we need it. Anyway, this family, they, they didn't have it. And um, I said, well, if you 
fix this over here because they also had a certain amount of debt, you know, had a retirement plan that they were digging into. So guess what? They had a loan. They were paying that back. Uh, long story short, because of their health factors, I said, well, let me go ahead and do some research for you so I can find a provider out there that can, you know, cover your whole family because mm -hmm. they also had a certain number of children as well. Long story short, the, uh, the, the, the woman, the, the wife, she said, well, I think that's, that's too much. I'll do my own research. And I said, well, mm -hmm. you can do your own research, but I already did it for you. And I'm telling you that with your risk factors, you're not going to get anything better than this. If you find anybody else that's willing to take the risk on right. you with the other mm -hmm. health right. that you have. That was in like the, I don't know, maybe August sometime. Mm -hmm. The last time I followed up, because we're always following up with people because life happens. Right. We followed, I followed up with this person and it was November, November 19th to be exact. And three weeks later, I found out that her spouse passed away. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, this is not, not an old couple. As a matter of fact, I think I'm a few years older than they are. Wow. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that ran through my mind is if they did not allow me to serve them, did they get somebody to take care of them? Right. right. I would never answer the question, but that experience gave me a sense of urgency to always talk with people because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's true. I knew her, but that was my first and last time seeing her husband. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, and, and plenty of time had passed. I could have gotten something and done something, been protected and all of that. So that's uh, that's a reality story. Absolutely. Uh, and that's why I wanted you all to share those, because, I mean, we, we like the, the happy endings. We do. Mm -hmm. um, but the reality is that all stories and things, you know, there are consequences sometimes to what we don't do. Um, and, and it, and, and to me, it's kind of a push to, to, to remind people that I know sometimes it's scary. I know sometimes you think you have everything under wraps and you good, but just, you know, that extra, well, let me check it out. And then if, you know, mm -hmm. go a little further and then when you become uncomfortable, okay, slow down for a minute and then go a little further, whatever it takes to kind of get to a place where you can admit, okay, I needed this. Okay. Mm -hmm. This was helpful. Um, and you know, what you all are saying is actually, it's real talk. I mean, we just have to be real about money situations. Um, and everything that you all are sharing is, it just kind of keeps things real. Um, so I appreciate everything that you're sharing. I was, um, going to encourage people who are tuning in to throw out some things or questions that they may have for you. But I do, um, I think Felicia actually mentioned something about, um, when you try to help them invest in themselves, it's a, they think it's a scam, but I, and, and I do because people are, they have to trust you. Right. So they got, it's their money and they don't want nobody else in their money. Um, so, and I, I get it on some levels. You do have to trust the person, but actually to, to go, I'm going with the word invest, what she mentioned with that. Cause a lot of times we don't talk about investments. Mm -hmm. Um, we talk about spending, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we talk about being, you know, being broke and don't have no money, but let's talk a little bit about investing and in, in maybe helping people to move in that direction. Cause I don't know a lot of, a lot in that area. And I'm thinking if we know a little bit more, maybe we'll do a little bit better. So let's share a little bit, share me, both of you all share a little bit about your um, investment tips and what do you think are some good things that people can start doing to invest their money in, whether it's a dollar, $20, something. Yeah. Yeah. First thing, I want to make sure people have that notion of investment doesn't necessarily mean you need to put it in the stock market because I think that's the scary thing. Repeat that. Yeah. Repeat that. People think an investment is automatically putting your money in the stock market. No, it's not automatic stocks. An investment is anything that you want to see a return on your money. And there are many, many different vehicles you can use to do that. Stocks is just an option. And basically, if you're okay with putting money in stock, FYI, it's mm. not an overnight, you're going to be a millionaire. Please don't think that. It is not. <laughs> the true nature of stocks is like you have to have that mindset of long term. Okay. It could be literally, you see a return of significant value in your money, like three to five to maybe 10 years. Okay. And you got to be okay with that. You yeah. got to be okay seeing the ups and downs when it comes to the stock market. It is not for the faint of heart. That's one thing, right? And people do. You know, if you want to be in it, because I have stocks, it's it's okay. But I'm, I've trained myself to know that is money you put in and you kind of forget about. I'm not touching that. That's long-term goals right there. For other things to invest your money or put your money into, like um, Michi was saying, insurance is a great way to do that. Guess who's doing it? The people who got money. Because people really don't realize insurance predates the IRS. Insurance existed before the IRS. The Mm. IRS didn't come about to after the Civil War when they were trying to pay for the war. Period. Mm-hmm. Life insurance has that's been a whole nugget right there. Let me let me tell you, that's a whole history nugget right there. So look, right. y'all <laughs> learned something. Okay. And so literally, there are loopholes in the tax code and tax law where you can literally put money into an insurance policy and you can get distributions tax free. Do I need to repeat that? Tax free. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. You can put in a strategy. I know, like, if we're in the DC, um, DC, you know, Maryland, Virginia area, right? So basically, we're in the DMV. So, probably somebody working for a contractor, the government, military, something. So, either you got a 401k, mm-hmm. you got a thrift savings plan, something mm-hmm. like that, right? Literally, you can put in a strategy for yourself where if you have a thrift savings plan or a 401k, right? Put in every month up to your match, right? Okay. And, and your your employer is matching that contribution. So wow. your money is growing faster into the account, right? But FYI, and you know, just to let you know, you are at the mercy sometimes of the stock market. So you'll see fluctuations in that right. account, right? Okay. So a lot of times they tell people, max it out, max it out. No, 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 no. Don't max it out. Don't go beyond your match. Then whatever additional money you have to invest or put somewhere, put it into like a permanent life insurance, something like an index universal life. Mm-hmm. Set it up in a way where down the road, and I'm going to tell you, disclaimer, mm-hmm. 
You're going to have to at least put it in there for like 20, 25, 30 years, just like a regular retirement plan. Okay. But basically, that bad boy can earn money where in 25, 30 years, you can potentially start receiving a tax-free distribution. So not one, but you'll have two retirement accounts okay. two, that you set up for yourself. One, a tax-free option. And a, the other one, the 401k TSP will be taxable once you start doing the distributions. If there's another little tidbit where people don't um, understand that, you know, you have your option of a Roth IRA and okay. TSP has implemented that Roth option. And after five years, that money becomes tax free, too. But Uncle Sam ain't no fool. He caps <laughs> every year. So you can only put a maximum in that Roth IRA plan. But if you're the magical age of 59 and a half, that's when Uncle Sam's like, I'll let you go. Okay. Nine and a half, right? I and you have yet, but I'm listening. Uh-huh. You have like a 401k <laughs> or a TSP. They will allow you to roll it into another type of product where you don't pay the 10% penalty withdrawal. And that money can roll into another account without being taxed. And so later. Look. Let me give you one more nugget. I'm sorry. Okay, one more. Yeah, look, and then I'm going to. Look, I know I can't see nobody, but I'm going to say I don't see no pins moving. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> one more nugget. Once you roll that money over, then you can convert it to um, a Roth and have a higher limit to convert than what you had to put into a regular TSP Roth IRA. Now, if you want no information, just hook us, you know. That's right, because we won't let y'all know how to get in touch with them in a minute. But Meech, okay, cool. Great. Y'all, if y'all, if y'all say y'all didn't learn nothing from this show right here, y'all just lying. Okay. <laughs> Got to be lying. So Meechy, come, we're gonna keep going with it. Just flow with that. More information, investments, or savings, or whatever you think people need to know that people really, you know, they don't realize. You know what? The sister hit on everything, just about everything she hit on. I got. <laughs> I got it. I yeah. love it. I love <laughs> it. I got some of that. Okay. I got some of that. But it wasn't until I learned. Mm -hmm. Here's what I want to say. You hit on the, the employees and the government and the, it's going back to the mindset. Yeah. When we go to the government or, you know, you get a good job with the government or you get a good job with a, a, a government oriented employer, you know, you, you go and you get that job because of the pay and the benefits. Mm -hmm. Your mindset, because you are so used to that way of being, you can't think like beyond benefits. All you're stuck at is benefits, government mm -hmm. benefits. What about wealth? Mm. What about debt free? Mm -hmm. What about tax advantage? What about cash value accumulation? Mm -hmm. What about those things? But because right. we are in the mindset of having to work for somebody else, we can't think beyond that. Mm -hmm. We cannot think beyond that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, when I was wearing a uniform, Mm -hmm. Everything the military told me, I said, that's it. I don't need to know nothing else. <laughs> was in the Air Force. I know that's right. Didn't need to know nothing else. Mm -hmm. 
Why do I need to know about life insurance? I'm coming under the SGLI. Oh, no. Everything is fine. But there is something known as a transition. Okay? Mm -hmm. Transition happens to everybody, either on their terms or not. Right. And the problem, yes, military folks, mm -hmm. uh, military spouses, uh, government employees, people that retire, <laughs> ready to retire Friday, but they're going to go back to that same squadron or that same unit in their civilian clothes on Monday because they only have a mindset that says government pay and benefits. Mm. There's mm -hmm. more to your money mm -hmm. than the pay benefits. But that's yeah. all they see. That's all they see. I was like that. Right. Well, I went to them workshops. Somebody talked to me, say, hey, Michi, go over to the Green Belt office. And they got these free workshops. They teach you about how money works. Go check it out. Mm, I'm tired. I'm sure I can go check it out. When I checked it out and when I heard the rule of 72, <laughs> when I heard the rule of 72, I said, what is that? I know that's English, but I've never <laughs> heard of that before. And when they started explaining it to me, you talk about somebody upset. I'm like, how have I been existing? How? You're telling me that there's a formula for really understand and know how I can really calculate how years it's going to take for my money to double? Mm -hmm. Really? And you're telling me that there's a way to do that? The government is about budgets. They're not about you compounding your money. I had to say that. Mm -hmm. That's another system, and their agenda is not built on helping you become financially secure. It's not. Yeah. You got to understand that. You can't be mad at that. No. We had a great right. time in the Air Force. I, I mean, I would not be here today right. living the life that I'm living right now if I hadn't retired. Right. But there are just some truths that have to be told. Absolutely. The one truth is they're not going to set you up with the education throughout your span or your course of your career on financial right. knowledge, which a lot of them need. There should never be a person in uniform that's on food stamps, but there mm. is, mm. there is, mm. there is. Mm -hmm. There should never be a, a military family that has to go to the air force, a society or whatever uh, to, to, to get money. We should teach them right. how money works so right. they'll never be in that predicament again. Yep. We're so used to a system of benefits. And then when we come out, we think that people are supposed to give them. And when we tell them, okay, well, you can get this span of years if you pay this much into it. You pay this, this is what you get. Mm -hmm. Let me think about it. Mm -hmm. Correct. So, yeah. Man, y'all are dropping some serious nuggets today. Look, and 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 this is a great. We're gonna go go to another commercial break before you all tell everybody how to get in touch with you because it's about to get real. So this was a big segue <laughs> to y'all need to be getting in touch with these ladies and getting your stuff in order because as you can see, they bringing it to you real. I mean, it's no, you know, bells and whistles and all of this is real talk because that's the only way you can get to the truth of how, you know, how to build up your money. If you lie about it going in, it's going to be a lot coming out. So <laughs> it's like, you got to keep it real. So before we um find out how we can connect with these ladies, because that's what y'all should be doing is Jane, we still in the first month of the year. So 
you will be meeting your deadline or New Year's resolution or whatever you do uh, to bring in the new year. We're going to meet that deadline right here today. But before we do that, um, that's right, Lisa. See, yes, Lisa, I see it's, it. about, it's about them leases. I know that's yeah. right, Lisa. So yeah. we're going to go to another commercial break and then we're going to find out how we can get you connected to these ladies. So one more time, we're going to pay some bills because I am learning <laughs> from you all. <laughs> Welcome back. And we are going to find out how we can connect with these ladies and help you all to get your money um, from being funny. Okay. Because for real, for real, it ain't funny when your money is funny. Okay. It really ain't funny. It's like hitting that funny bone, right? It it really don't make you want to laugh. It just make you, it make you laugh from crying, right? Yeah. <laughs> So tell us, Shakawea, how we can get in touch with you, um, what your what your handles on social media, um, okay. and, and and what they need to do. Okay, so for me, um, on Facebook, I, it's my name, Sakajuwea Fanning. I also have a business page, Fanning Financial Group LLC. So either one, make sure to reach out to me. You can message me through Facebook as well too, Sakajuwea Fanning. On Instagram, it's just at Sakajuwea. Um, I have Twitter, but I don't really do Twitter a lot. But you know, let's stick to Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> and also, uh, if you want to contact me via text, my um, phone number is 706 717 9590. Once again, 706 717 9590. I just love speaking to people face to face, as you can probably tell. I like talking <laughs> to people, so it's like, please message me or text me. Let's set up an appointment. It's a free consultation, so we can sit down, take a look at everything. Let's, you know, have a chit chat, see where you are, what you're trying to do, and then let's put together a blueprint to see how we can get you there. Okay. Wonderful. And Michi, tell everybody how they can connect with you. You have some classes and and things that you have going on constantly that they need to know about. So tell us a little bit about how to connect with you. Okay, great. So actually, I do also have a page. It's called Wisdom Wealth Legacy. And I can also be reached through Facebook Messenger, Michi Jeffries, as my name is spelled. That's also my handle. And um, my number is also 240-210-4489. Wonderful. And I want to say this is perfect timing because you all know um, with everything that's going on in the world, financially, it's a struggle for everybody. And, you know, it's not over yet. Um, so we it's now is the time, as Lisa said, um, it's, it's time to get it together. Um, even if it's little steps, baby steps always, as long as it's going in the right direction. Um, but we got to do something different to bring about something different. Okay, okay, so um, I appreciate you all for coming on. I want to remind everybody that you can come um, to see Luncheon with Lisa on Thursday, 7 to 8 Eastern Standard Time. And like I said, we are actually going to stream hopefully tomorrow, um, Friday on GMAP 
Broadcasting Network. And hopefully on Saturday, if for those who didn't make it today, even though I want you to make it to the live show, <laughs> you can still, you know, catch the show on um, Roku. Um, mm -hmm. But just, these are some new things that are happening. So, you know, keep checking in with me. Hopefully we'll be growing. I love spreading the word. I have some amazing guests come on the show. Um, I want to highlight too that Shariva and I, who's back um, behind the scenes, making everything happen. We've actually started a business together called DSM Media. So oh, all of the wonderful commercials and the um, backgrounds and things you need to put on the show is what we actually will offer to people um, as they want to get their word out and they might want to start their own platforms and things. We're going to help them to do that. Um, and also support me with, um, I have my own online magazine called Dove Style Magazine. We just released the January issue. Please go subscribe. Um, there's a newsletter that's going to be coming out to keep you posted on all the wonderful articles that are coming about. We're going to start kicking off our um, DSM exclusive interviews. Um, so in addition to these, but these interviews is long, it, along with DSM exclusives are all housed on my magazine site. So I don't want you all to miss a beat. Okay. So I'm doing everything I can. So I appreciate all of the, um, the support I do have a also have on my Lisa Dove Washington.com site really kind of embraces everything that I'm doing because um, I also have my own publishing company. And last week I actually um, shared with everybody that I released my very first book. And it's the first book of the series Cam Capers. <laughs> so we'll be planning very soon a virtual um, a virtual book release. Um, and I think we're going to do it over in, in Cam's camp. Um, <laughs> um, but he has, you know, he has all his other books, but he got to sign these books for me somehow. So people wanted his little scribble scrabble. So we're going to make it real cute. Um, but yeah, Cam Capers is now out there. You can find us on Barnes and Noble, Amazon. It's an ebook and hard copy. And I'm working on more books to come within the series. So I'm really, really excited about it. So thank y'all so much for tuning in every Thursday. I, it's truly appreciated. And like these guests tonight, we don't come just to, you know, chit chat about nothing. We really talking about things that are going to matter. So when I say luncheon and I know I'm over 50, so luncheon to me was, you know, we just tripping or whatever, but we tripping about some stuff that really matters. So I'm glad that y'all came and decided to come lunch with us, lunch with Lisa, lunch with Sacagawea and Michi. Um, and yeah, I hope I put your pen to work. Okay. Because there was some nuggets dropped here today that you have no excuse for not knowing because they told y'all a whole lot of stuff. So thank you so much. Thank you, Felicia. And thank you for everybody that tuned nice. in and support of. And we will see you next week. We're going to bring back, um, we had a back to school, we had a back to school show in 2019 when the kids were going into virtual learning and, you know, the fear that everybody had. We're bringing that same crew back and we're going to see where things are now. What, you know, what happened, how things went. So that'll be really cool. And the last week of the month, we're actually going to do a show on colorism. Um, it's a much needed conversation. Um, I know it's sometimes a hard one, but it's necessary. So I'm bringing a special guest who actually was on the, I think when Oprah did the colorism show years ago, she was part of that show. Um, and she's going to come on because this touches her as a near and dear subject to her heart. So, yeah, we got some things planned for y'all. And then, of course, February is love month. So we're oh, going to yeah. have some fun with that. So 
Thank y'all so much. I appreciate you. And we will see you next Thursday. Absolutely. Talk to you.